What's up, everyone? Welcome back to our podcast, Spark Talk. Today, we're going to do our top 10 edition for the NFL, and we're going to go over the top 10 current best wide receivers in the NFL. Um, I have some honorable mentions that I want to start off, and I have Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jarvis Landry. For one reason or another, these guys, for me personally, just didn't make the list. Whether that was, I just want to see one more season out of them. Um, Whether that was, I just didn't see, I just couldn't find a spot in for them. There's just certain guys on this list I was was like, I cannot take them off the top ten. Maybe one or two guys you could argue with me, but for the most part, most of these guys have to be in the top ten. And these guys, for me right now, just didn't have a spot. Yeah, so I'll get into uh, my honorable mentions. I had uh, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Mike Evans, and Gordon Tate. And Mike Evans and T.Y. were very close with me. Like, I was trying to uh, trying to reason out, like, who should be in that number 10 spot. And the person, my number 10, like, just edged him out a little bit. Just more maybe consistency, reliability a little bit. Even though Mike and Tiwa are really reliable, really reliable, just uh, uh, my number ten just played with a little bit worse quarterbacks and was more reliable for them. So you want to get into it? Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. So my number ten was uh, Jarvis Landry. Uh, he had what was it? He had three Pro Bowls. Uh, led the uh, led the league in receiving or receptions last year. He uh, his only playoff game he had fourteen targets, eleven receptions, and had over a hundred yards. So he's really reliable, especially when you have Matt Moore playing quarterback in his uh, only playoff game. Did uh, very well. <clears throat> he was he's very he's very good route runner as well. Uh, he's great route runner. Yeah, uh, he can stretch the field too. He has some speed on him. Uh, just more like he hasn't played with the best quarterbacks, and still he's not playing with the one of the best quarterbacks. Playing with Tyrod a lot better than what Ryan Tannehill and uh, Matt Moore, and he's just uh, making he just making plays like all around. He had a really good game, I think. What was it last week? And he had a really good game this week too. Mm. So he that's why he's my number ten. He's not up in the elite, but he's in that tier like right under it. Okay. At the moment. Yeah, I've got T. Y. Hilton at number ten. <laughs> Just for the simple fact, he's a four-time Pro Bowler. Last year, even without Andrew Luck, who I contend is a top seven quarterback in the NFL, he had 57 catches, 966 yards, four touchdowns, and still managed to make a Pro Bowl. This was the first year in the past four seasons, or five seasons, excuse me, that he would have that he didn't reach 1,000 yards. He was going for a fifth straight 1,000-yard season. And there's no doubt in my mind this year, with Luck, already getting the catches and the targets and the touchdowns this season, the he'll eclipse 1,000 yards no problem this year. I would say 11, 1,200 yards easily for T.Y. this year. He's just a guy that's versatile. He can run routes great. He's a great deep ball receiver. Takes takes the top off of a defense. Keeps you honest. I mean, I just see T.Y. Hilton as a guy that's just really reliable. Nobody talks about him a lot because people just think he can run the deep ball and like, oh, he's just going to run a streak. I see him more as a guy that can do everything. And I think he's going to prove that a lot this year with the type of offense Frank Reich runs, which is a lot more quick passes, um, a lot more sophisticated than just eight-step drop back and throw it deep to T.Y. So I think you'll see a lot more versatile T.Y. that I see 
this year. We've seen that the uh, past couple of games as well, like with the little screen pass. I think the screen pass on the like third and twelve, mm-hmm. uh, where he caught it and then got like, oh, and then got the first, first down, down and yeah. a lot more off of that. You see that speed in him. He reminds me of Wes Welker a little bit, and since like he's a very good route runner, can stretch the field too, a lot faster than uh, Wes Welker. But the route running and the uh, way he plays is like Wes Welker a little bit. Okay, yeah, that's a good comparison. Right, so my number nine is um, Keenan Allen. He he he's had some health issues in his uh, first couple years in the league. Uh, had a really good rookie season. Uh, they made it to the playoffs. He had a what well, his second game in the playoffs. He was over 140 yards uh, receiving. He's very reliable. That's my thing about this. You have to be very reliable to be a top ten receiver, and all these guys are very reliable. Uh, when you're Phillip Rivers' favorite target, you're going to get a lot of stuff, especially mm-hmm. in that type of offense where it's just pass, 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 especially when they get down in the game like they usually do. And uh, we have here, he's caught over, uh, in the past three seasons, he's caught over well, about probably around, like for average it out, around like 73% of his targets that he's like coming with. So like he's he can go up and get the ball. He can stretch the field as well too. And he made a, he made his first Pro Bowl last year when he was healthy the whole season. So I uh, and was was it last mm. week or this week had uh, had a re- had some really good games. He's getting a lot of touches. So yeah, yeah. My number nine is Devonte Adams. He made the Pro Bowl last year, and even without Aaron Rodgers for basically what half the season or whatever it was, or maybe more. He had 900, or excuse me, 885 yards, 10 touchdowns, and 74 catches. And my thing is, I know a lot of people think he's not, shouldn't probably be in the top 10. The reason I have him there is with Aaron Rodgers there healthy this year, even though he has that knee problem, and him being the number one receiver, he's a great route runner. He's got great hands. He can go up and get balls from with just about anybody. And I just see him as a guy that's going to have a breakout season. I know last year he made the Pro Bowl, as I said, but this year people are really going to start taking notice of Devontae Adams. He's a guy I've liked for the past, I don't know, two or three years now, and he's just not a guy a lot of touches because Jordan Nelson was there and Randall Cobb was the number two at one point. And he's just been working his way up to the number one receiver, and now he's going to have a season to shine. And I think he's, I think we'll have an argument to be a top five receiver by the end of the season. I think he's that good of a player. Uh, so my number eight is a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer in my opinion. Probably the best receiver I've seen growing up. I didn't really get to see a lot of Randy Moss. I've seen a lot of older Randy Moss, but not prime Randy Moss. Uh, his life is Gerald's number eight. Uh, Eleven Pro Bowls, one All Pro. Uh, has had over a hundred rece- hundred receptions the past three years in his mid thirties, which is incredible. And has had over a thousand receiving yards in his past. Uh, three years too as well and he's just one of the more consistent reliable target uh, wide receivers and when you throw him the ball you know he's gonna at least uh, like get his hands on it and either catch it or he he's gonna make sure that the defender doesn't intercept it and that's what you get out of him especially when you're playing with quarterbacks like Sam Bradford who just can't can't get it done and he's getting those numbers yeah it's, it's crazy at his age yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, he was a guy I, I really questioned about putting in the top ten, but I just I couldn't. Just not right now, anyways. Yeah. 
My number eight is Mike Evans. He had a pretty good season last year. 71 catches, 1,001 yards, five touchdowns. And the reason I have him at number eight is he's just a guy that's a game changer. He can go up, make plays like nobody else's business. It's it's hard to guard him. He's like, what, 6'5", 6'6". Um, he's fast. He's a good route runner, great hands. He's just a guy that he's a matchup problem. It's a, it's a guy that a defensive coordinator is going to have to stay up at night and figure out how to stop. And we've seen what he's been doing this year. I mean, he's balling right now with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I think this year he'll probably be a Pro Bowl player. He didn't make the Pro Bowl last year. I think he made it a couple years ago. And I just really see Mike Evans as a guy that still another guy that's underrated that's in my top ten because of the Jameis Winston's not really lived up to the hype. He's had to play with other backup quarterbacks when Jameis Winston's been suspended or hurt or whatever the case may be. So his numbers aren't going to be at that elite top three level, but he has that capability of being a top three receiver because of how talented he is. So that's why he's in my top eight. Yeah, that's why I, he was on my honorable. I just I got to see one more or two more seasons out of him, especially with a consistent quarterback like not Ryan Fitzpatrick or not Jameis, just a consistent quarterback that can get him the ball and I want to, and then maybe he takes that next step into the elite level for yeah. me. So uh, my number seven is uh, Tyreek Hill. Like you said, game changer, game changer for Mike uh, Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. He is a real game changer, and you're seeing it in these uh, two games this year. He has a uh, almost he has two, almost 260 yards and three touchdowns in two games this year, mm-hmm. and he showed what he could do last year, like in spurts with uh, Alex Smith at quarterback. So just imagine what he can do with Pat Mahomes at quarterback, especially yeah. in that deep ball, and nobody's going to catch up to him. No. Probably the best. Uh, down uh, downfield uh, wide receiver in the league right now, in my opinion. Uh, and his hands are his hands are getting better too each year. Like he's, I think he's dropping fewer and fewer passes each year. Yeah, he's a guy. That, I mean, hey, he was a guy. He's another guy. I, I was really thinking I should probably put him in the top ten. But let me see this year. Let me see what he can do this year as a receiver. I know rookie year he made the Pro Bowl. Last year he made the Pro Bowl. Um. He's a guy, yeah, he's a game changer. But for me, I, you know, like you said about Mike Evans, let me see this year what he does. And then if he has the year I think he's going to have, I'll be have no problem putting him in the top 10. And it'll probably drop T.Y. or Devontae or whoever out. But somebody he's going to he's gonna jump over. Um, but I got to see one more year. One more year of him at, at true receiver, true, like, the number one guy. All right. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, my number seven. Yeah. My number seven is Keenan Allen. Pro Bowl last year, had his best season as a pro. I've actually seen a lot of people put him at like top four, top five guy, and I can see why. He had 102 catches, 1,393 yards, six touchdowns, and like I said, was a pro bowler. He's just an outstanding route runner. Um, if you just ever watch him run routes, it's beautiful. Just the cuts he makes, just how he gets open. Great hands. Uh, yeah, just he's a matchup problem. And if he could just stay healthy... I would probably have put him in the top five because I think he is that good. I just need to see more seasons from him like I did last year, what I know he's capable of, and I'll have no problem edging him in the top five um, and knocking a couple guys out that I have in there. Um, I just think he's a pretty special player with a guy like Phillip. Yeah. Uh, so what about number six? Number six. Number six. Uh, he's on my fantasy team this year, and he's got me a lot of points. 
uh, Michael Thomas, uh, the <laughs> nephew of uh, Keyshawn Johnson, really good wide receiver in the early 2000s. Uh, that because he looks like Scottie Pippen. If you kind of look at his face, he kind of looked like a younger version of Scottie Pippen a little bit too. Uh, but he made it to the Pro Bowl last year. Uh, just he is an outstanding receiver. He might be after this year. I think he could be in that three to four range we're talking about Julio, AB, mm-hmm. uh, all them, uh, D Hop. I was saying, I don't know why I was forgetting his name, but D Hop, all three of those, he'll be in that conversation this year. Uh, just he leads the he leads the league in receptions this year with a twenty eight already through uh, two games, mm-hmm. and just a really good route runner. Probably behind Odell, the best hands in the league. And um, he makes some of the like best catches I've seen. Like if you just look, if you just like look in the middle of the game, like some drag routes will do it. Who just catch it and just keep running with it. Like doesn't even stop his motion at all. It's really it's really fun to watch him and like see him grow because it's only his third year in the league. Yep. And he killed in the uh, playoffs last year too. Like he had, had over was a hundred yards and he like caught almost all of his targets too. Mm. So he's very like very reliable. Very young, and he's going to be – he could be a future Hall of Famer down the road if he keeps it up. Yeah, I mean, he's a special player, especially a guy with, with like, a guy like Drew yeah. Brees back there. Um, just elevates his game that much more. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I've got yeah. Mike Thomas at number six, too. I almost put him in the top five, um, but let me see this year. I think he's a special guy. I think he's a total package, like all like just like all the things you said. Great route runner, great speed, amazing yeah. hands. I mean, he's a guy that just breaks games wide open, and it's pretty much impossible to guard him. Uh, yeah, he had 104 catches, 1,245 yards, and five touchdowns last year. Just elite numbers. He's an elite player. And he's a guy that I think we'll be talking about for the next decade plus. He kind of yeah. reminds me in a way of Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, no, like kind of – he's a little bit taller, like uh, – More muscular build. Yeah. Um, just Very a great, great route runner. Great route runner, a guy that I can see later in his career – transitioning into a slot receiver role like Larry has. Yeah. But right now, early in his career, like Larry did, he has that breakaway speed, yeah. um, fade route, streak down the uh, down the sideline type of speed yeah. to get away from defenders. Uh, yeah, I think we both agree with how special of a player he is. Yeah. So, are we on the number five? Number five. Well, here, let's run down 10 through 6. Let's recap our 10 through 6 before we get in the top five. Number 10 was uh, Jarvis Landry for me. Okay. Uh, number nine was uh, Keenan Allen. Number eight, Larry Fitzgerald for me. And number seven, it was Tyreek Hill. And number six was uh, Michael Thomas. Okay, my recap of my 10 through 6. T.Y. Hilton at number 10. Devontae Adams at nine. Mike Evans at eight. Keenan Allen at seven. Mike Thomas at six. And now let's get into yeah. our top five. Yeah. All right, so my number five is uh, Odell. Oh, uh, hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just I gotta I gotta see him grow up still. That's just me. That's for me. I gotta see him grow up. That's just me right there. Uh, three Pro Bowls in his full three seasons when he was healthy. Obviously, he got he had an injury last year. He's looking really good this year. Uh, and he's played with an older Eli that's been very inconsistent. Now the reason he's not up there with the other ones, his playoff performance, that lone playoff performance was dreadful. It really was. Like, he's yeah. supposed to have the best hands in the league, and he was dropping passes left and right. 
I want to see him get back to the playoffs. I want to see him redeem himself. That's just me. And then I'll put him up there. But for now, he's just going to be in that five range at the moment. Okay. Okay. Um, that shocked me a little bit. But I have A.J. Green at number five. He's a guy that's just ultra consistent. Seven Pro Bowls, seven seasons. This is year eight. He's probably going to make an eighth Pro Bowl, especially with how he's playing already. He had 75 catches, 1,078 yards, eight touchdowns last season. He's a guy we'll be talking about as a first ballot Hall of Famer um, when he retires. He's a guy that he's just—I mean—he's just a spectacle to watch. Yeah. He has Andy Dalton at quarterback, and he's just consistently getting thousand-yard seasons. I think he had one season under a thousand when he got hurt for ten ga- or only played ten games and got hurt the rest. Still made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he's just a special player. He's a guy that I think is always going to be in my top five. Uh, maybe I just think he's a guy that's hard for me not to put in there. Uh, maybe guys like Mike Thomas or Keenan Allen could jump up in front of AJ Green, but yeah, he's just—I don't know—he's just a special player. I just love him. Yeah. I love watching him. He's so humble. You never talk about him. He kind of reminds me of Calvin Johnson in that way <laughs> of you kind of just forget about him because he doesn't talk. He just goes out there and proves it. And he just plays, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, he's the best player, one of the best players in the league, not just receivers. Uh, that's what he kind of reminds me of, and I mean, he goes out there and just game in and game out, he proves it. Yeah. So my number four is actually your number five. It's uh, AJ Green. Okay. And with everything you said about him, he's he's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer no matter what. Yeah. He's on his way to another Pro Bowl. Uh, well, it's early in the season. Let's yeah. see, but yeah, it looks like at this tracking point, right now. Yeah, yeah. tracking. Uh, <laughs> The, we did find a weakest weakness though in him. Finally, he's starting to fumble. Yeah, yeah starting to fumble. Yeah, he's not paying attention as much. Not holding up the ball. Just carrying it loose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to see him go to another team. That's just me. He he deserves it. Uh, Patriots. No, I don't. No, 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 no. But I want to see him. I just want to see him go to another team because no matter what system he is, he fits every system. He, he can run. He's he's still very quick. And was the eighth year in the league. Yeah, this is eight, year eight. Yeah, still very quick. You've seen him in the uh, Thursday night game where he just outran the whole entire defense of uh, Baltimore on a little, on a little uh, slant route that was only like five yards. And he he still has it, man. He's, he just, he's, he's always so good. good. Yeah, he's, he's going so to. Good. Yeah. He's a guy like, just one more thing on AJ. I know I had him at five. Before I go into my number four, one thing about him is I heard an interview of him talking about how he wanted to like be better than Jerry Rice. And he has potential – to, you know, go to, like, 13, 14 Pro Bowls, like, you know, tie the record at 13 with, I think it's Peyton Manning and Reggie White, um, two of my favorite players, of course, <laughs> have that record of 13, like, 13 Pro Bowls in their career, I think it's the number. I think A.J. Green is, like, well on his way to, like, getting that. He's yeah. already he's probably going to get an eighth one in his eighth year, and I don't see him stopping anytime soon. Uh, he's just a guy that I see is just – he's so dedicated to his craft. That I could see him sticking around like Jerry Rice, you know, for like yeah. two decades. Takes care of his body. He loves the game. That's um, just I just see something like that in him. He said he doesn't want to stop for a long time, and I think he's a guy that although a lot of us don't see him as like a top three guy, because I think yeah. there are guys or even top four that there are guys that are better than him, yeah. um, talent wise, numbers wise, whatever. I just think he's a guy that's like. You know, eight years from now, when some of these guys are going to be retired or like not playing as well, you're going to be like, "Oh yeah, AJ Green's still a top five receiver." It's like in the uh, Frank Gore. He's the Frank Gore wide receivers. 
Yeah, that's probably what's going to end up. Yeah, because you see, Frank Gore, he just passed uh, Curtis Martin for the fourth all time in rushing, but nobody talks about him because he's quiet. He doesn't do much. He's very consistent, and you're going to get that with uh, AJ Green, no matter like what team he is on or any like probably getting better numbers. Yeah, yeah he, with a different quarterback. Yeah. All right. Uh, so so my number four, moving on, is Odell Beckham. I know a lot of people probably have him as their number one or number two. And why I had him at number five. But I have him at four. Just for the simple fact, the three guys I have in front of him, and I'm sure most people can guess them, um, I just think they're better. Uh, I love Odell. I think he's a great receiver. Um, some of the best hands I've ever seen. I think some people get lost in the fact that like his catch, what was it now, three years ago? Four years ago almost? Four years ago. Yeah, yeah, because it's made three. Um, yeah. yeah, four years ago. Now that I think some people overhype that catch and put him in the top two automatically they're like well yeah. he made that catch like Wyatt said I think that I think that playoff game for me hurt him a little bit because I'm like you're supposed to be this game breaker this this guy that can take over games yeah. against a weak Packers secondary and I know it was cold outside but like you just they just he played awful yeah. um, last year you know the injury bug hit him so he wasn't able to produce um, but in 2016 his stats were 101 catches 1367 yards, 10 touchdowns, and a Pro Bowl. So he's a guy who'll probably make the Pro Bowl this year. He's probably going to be headed to his fourth Pro Bowl in five seasons. He's a guy kind of like A.J. Green that's going to just keep making Pro Bowls. Uh, He'll probably make a few All-Pros during his career. But I've got to see more of him just like let me mentally, mentally, yes. Let me see like a guy that's willing to take over a playoff game. I've seen him take over regular season games. But show me where yeah. it counts when you need to win to get into the playoffs. Because they've been to one playoff um, appearance in his entire career. I know last year he was hurt. They were kind of riding off of um, a lot of guys, played a lot of snaps the, pre- the season before. A lot of guys were exhausted, just worn out mentally, physically, things like that. So, yeah, I just I need to see – let me see this season. Let me see the season of Odell. And I'll determine if I can put him in the top three. Because he's, he's a guy I want to. I want to put up there because I know how talented he is. I know how much of a special talent he is. But let me just see this season to see if I can really, really like edge out some of the guys I have in that top three. Because I yeah. want to. Let me just see something more. Yeah. Let me see more. And like when it counts. Yeah, so that, that was my big thing. That's why he's not over AJ Green. Because I've seen... Because he's not like he's not there with AJ Green just yet. Is my opinion right there. Mm. So we have number three right now. Yep, number three. three. So my number three is uh, I think it comes down to three people. Yours is the same three, isn't it? Probably yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think your three is on my number three too. Uh, D Hop. Yep. D Hop. Right, so I'll let you talk about him in first, and then. Yeah. So I mean, if we both have D Hop at number three, uh, yeah, I just. I have him over some of these guys for the simple fact he never plays with a good quarterback. Yeah. He made an all-pro and a pro bowl last year with Deshaun Watson having one of the best rookie seasons in recent memory. Get hurt. Tom Savage and whoever the heck else came in to help out. TJ Yates might have come in. He's I, think on that it was. Team. I don't know why he's on that team still. He's um, on the team for like 10 years. It's, I mean, the stuff he does, the catches he makes, not enough people talk about him. He's another guy that's quiet, works hard. You don't hear about him. All of a sudden, you're like, man, this guy's a top three receiver in the league, yeah. in my opinion. 
I think he's a great route runner. He can go deep. He His hands are ridiculous. Yeah. I know people like to talk about Odell and A.B. and all this. But, like, he has some of the best hands in the league, if not yeah. the best, I think. I mean, he just makes some ridiculous catches with terrible quarterbacks. Always had terrible quarterbacks yeah. until Deshaun Watson. And hopefully Deshaun can get in that group because if he can, you'll see a guy that could, a lot of people will start thinking is the best receiver in the league because his numbers will go even higher than what they've been. And yeah. for what for the numbers he's had leading up to this point, it's remarkable yeah. just to even have the numbers he's had. He's had, uh, was it? Three, uh, three a thousand yard receiving yard seasons, and uh, was it his uh, two of them that weren't the first one was his rookie year, which not a lot of rookies get to that thousand uh, thousand yard mark, Mm -hmm. and then uh, his second, uh, and then the second one was he he had a Brock Osweiler quarterback, like nobody, like that's that's hard to deal with. 2016, yeah, it's probably like the worst quarterback he's played with, too. So, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, just, I mean, last year he had 96 catches, 1,378 yards, 13 touchdowns, and like I said earlier, all pro and a pro bowler. I mean, you could argue he was the second best receiver in the league last year, or maybe first. I mean, he, ridiculous season, some of the best catches last year. The best catch last year. Yeah, maybe, yeah. He has great focus, too. I think nobody talks about that with wide receivers. His focus is amazing. Like, when he goes up to get a ball, he knows where he is on the field. He can get his feet down, and he can make the catch. Nobody talks about that a lot. Like, mm-hmm. you see all these one-handed catches. Like, uh, Oklahoma running back uh, this week. Or, not Oklahoma, uh, James Conner. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Oklahoma. Uh, the Cindy, uh, uh, Cindy Lamb catch from last week. But uh, this uh, this past week, uh, James Conner made the catch out of bounds. Uh he can do that in bounce. But he, yeah, yeah, he has the he has the awareness to get his feet in. I think that's what makes him special. Yeah, that's what makes a him lot of three. Yeah. A lot of guys make these spectacular catches, but can they stay in bounds? Do they know where their feet are? Mm. And that's why, like, that's why he's in the discussion I have him with with the guys that are ahead of him. <clears throat> yeah, is that he has that awareness to if you need it's fourth and ten, you throw to him on the sideline, he's going to make the catch. Yeah. And he's going to get that 11th and 12th yard that you need to get that first down. He knows where he has to go. He's going to put his feet in bounds. He's going to make the catch. Yeah. For me, that's why I have Odell under him. Is it's- Odell going to do that for you when it counts? I can see him do it in the first, second, third quarter. Fourth quarter, when it counts, where's it at? Yeah. Because I haven't seen it when it counts. That's just me. Yeah. Um, let's move on to number two, though. Uh, we probably have the same one, too. Not number two and number one. Yeah. So Julio. Julio. And then, Julio number two? Yeah. Okay. All right, you can talk about him for a minute. All right, so Julio. I had him at number one last year when we, when uh, me and Houston were discussing, uh, like, who's the best receiver. I had him at number one. But obviously, I think everybody knows who our number one is going to be. AB just kind of like surpassed him. Uh, oh, he's your number one? AB? I think every- He's not my top ten. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he uh, he just – he's so consistent, and he proves – was it the, fir- uh, the Thursday night game, the first game of the season this year? Yeah. That he still has it. Yeah, I know. Like, everyone he was talking like, well, he didn't have the touchdown receptions last year. He was terrible. And it's like – he had 1,400 yards last year, 88 yeah. catches. It's not his fault Steve Sarkeesian is a terrible offensive coordinator. Yeah. It's not his fault Matt Ryan has been throwing some awful passes in the, in the uh, red zone. Yeah. Just awful. Yeah, um, Yeah, you can say he missed time. Oh, he missed time on that jump in the playoffs or he would have had it. Yeah, but if Matt Ryan wouldn't have thrown it like a crazy person and just threw it to him, yeah. he would have been a touchdown. Like he's bodying the guy. He has a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, 
He's a special player. He's he really just, is. like he's like you one said, of a kind. he's one of a kind. One, yes, I mean like he's a guy that's like I it's you can't really compare him to anybody because like he's bigger than Randy Moss, but like I don't I, I don't know man. He's just a special guy. Yeah. Just some of the catches he he's able to make because of his the, size. Uh, Thursday night catch going back to the Thursday night game where he had that that should have been a catch. Oh, that was yeah. a catch. Yeah, yeah, it was a catch. Um, like his like you said the focus that awareness to get his feet down inbounds. Yeah. To make those type of catches, to make defenders look like an idiot. Uh, I mean, you can't. It's you almost can't defend him. The only reason people are able to defend him is when they stop the scheme at hand, which is why last year his his touchdown numbers suffered. His numbers overall didn't suffer, but like you're, you look at him and you think, oh, he should have more touchdowns. Like he should be more thought of in the red zone. It's not his fault. Uh, I think he's going to have more touchdowns this year for sure. I don't think he's going to duplicate three touchdowns again. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see that happening. He's just he's just amazing. He, uh, I mean, he even made the Pro Bowl last year still. Yeah. If he would have had more touchdowns, he would have been an All-Pro instead of uh, DeAndre. So Yeah. Uh, my thing is with, uh, like, with the Matt Ryan to him connection, it's kind of like uh, Matthew Stafford to Calvin. It tires the receiver out. Like Marvin to... Peyton Man or Peyton Man to Marvin, it's it ties the receiver out and then people start keying on it. But guess what? Uh, Peyton had he had Reggie Wayne, he had Dallas Clark, he had all them to kind of counteract that. So it didn't take, uh, so it took that pressure off of uh, Marvin, so he can so he's able to make those catches in the fourth quarter. Julio, he does them like the first like half of the season, he's killing it, and then he gets tired out because. That's all they throw to, yeah. Yeah, it's like there's no other receiver there that for Matt Ryan to throw to that consistently gets open and stuff. Mohamed Sanu's inconsistent. Calvin Ridley, I haven't seen he's much of him. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. a rookie. We'll I see what seen he much does. Of him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. that's just my thing. It's just he gets tired out because there's not a lot of – Yeah, I mean, he is not the a lot focal of, point of yeah. their offense. Uh, Devontae Freeman's a great back. Telvin Coleman's a great back. They should key on those guys more and, like, put more yeah. plays. Just run the ball more. Give Julio some rest. Just for the simple fact, Julio is Julio's the man. Yeah. And it's, it's like you're just wearing his body down so much to the point like, like what is he going to be in four years, five years? Like, do you want him sticking around or do you want to just wait, like, waste him? Because I mean, he's a special player. He should have had a Super Bowl ring. You should be talking yeah. about him as the best receiver. <laughs> well, he has a ring. He has this. Like, he has this. Instead, we don't because of offensive play calling, quarterback play, Matt Ryan, yeah. inconsistent outside of his MVP season. He's a very average quarterback. It just yeah. is what it is. Um, I don't know. It just kind of irks me. I just wish Julio would – he gets the numbers. He gets the stats yeah. because he's so special. That's why we have him at number two. Um, I just wish he would be able to get those wins because yeah, I wish to, yeah. he's a guy that deserves it, I think. Because, yeah, I think if he gets those wins, he is number one. You elevate him more when yeah. you get the wins, yeah, because you're like, oh, well, now he's mean, he means more versus, yeah. oh, when they lose or whatever, it's like, well, we know. Yeah. Julio's not that important. Or when they win and he doesn't get yards, it's, well, Julio's not that important. Well, yes, he is. Yeah. Like, he's ultra important. If you don't have a guy like that on that Atlanta offense, that team is probably not that good this year. Yeah. So... All right, so let's move to number one. Consensus, uh, consensus number one, uh, Antonio Brown. Okay. Yeah, so he – there's nothing, like, you can say bad about him. He just – he's so good. 
He'll make every catch, and he's small too. He's like, what's he like, five ten? Five ten or something. He'll yeah. go up and make that catch like a six four, six five receiver. Play, yeah. Uh, and you know who he kind of reminds me of? Kind of reminds me of Dwayne Wade. Yeah, because he bit plays too. bigger than what he really is. Like mm-hmm. you're like, oh, Dwayne Wade's only six four. I thought he was like six nine. Yeah. Plays way bigger. You're like, oh, he's only five ten. I thought he was like six two, six three. Yeah. Plays way bigger than he is. Like like you're saying. The uh, Jacksonville game at the end of the game when Ben was just throwing it up to him. He was making some of the craziest catches. Just like, uh, what was it, A.J. Boudet, one of the best corners in the league, was literally tackling I mean, yeah. him, and he caught the ball. It was so, it was so insane. Yeah, the supposed best yeah. uh, group in the uh, in the league last year just was killing him. got destroyed. They couldn't yeah. stop him. Um, yeah, it's just he's uh, – obviously, like, this year you kind of see the dysfunction and with, the, with, the, uh, with Ben and – him and stuff like he's not putting up the numbers but he's getting open mm-hmm. uh and you can really tell his passion like in the game where he's uh, always working yeah he's always working and he and he gets upset when he uh when ben misses him when he's like extremely wide open because he knows he's going to be open on every route but sometimes the play doesn't go there mm-hmm. but like you can tell like how much he loves the game because uh was it like he kicked the water cooler or threw a water yeah cooler? And people got upset it's like well he's a head case like shut up yeah he's the best receiver in the league yeah he never gets in trouble yeah he's always putting in hard earned work like he's always earning every rep yeah. every play every catch he gets yeah he just he deserves more money than way more money than i know a lot of people are going to find this controversial but i think he's he could be a guy that could be that could pass Jerry, uh, surpass he's, he's Jerry on, Rice. He's on the uh, track, right, to pass Yeah, him. I think, what is it, the last five seasons, he's yeah. like, um, from like this age to this age, he's his numbers have been way he's better than that. He's 32, right? I don't know exactly. I forgot what age 30, age I think he's 30. Is. Yeah, he's been in the league for seven yeah. years or something. No, he's, yeah. he's a nine-year pro this nine year. Pro, yeah, he's like 30 or something. Yeah, yeah. 30, he's, like, he's killing it. Yeah, no, he's, he's killing it. Like he's not going to slow down. Because yeah. he's small, I know people are going to say, well, he's got quickness, it's going to lose. He can play. Go and put him in the slot when he gets older. Yeah. Go and put him um, in certain situations outside. Like he's gonna be around the league for a long time. People and, said that about Jerry Rice, small, this, that. Yeah, put him around different places. He's gonna be in the league a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he had 101 catches, 1,533 yards, nine touchdowns, Pro Bowl, All Pro. He's the epitome of what you want a receiver to be outside of maybe yeah. you want him to be six three or whatever. But in today's age, you don't need that. Yeah. And when you got a guy that has the hands, the football IQ, the route running ability, all that put together, just it's almost impossible to stop him. Granted, he's had a little bit of a slow start. First game, terrible weather. It is what it is. Yeah. Last game, um, I th- I think he had a pretty good game. I didn't see. His, I didn't get to check his stats. Um, I know he's a uh, he's uh, fans are like. I know, like, some Pitt fans were, like, talking to him, and then he, like, responded back to him. Yeah. I think he – I think – I don't know. Maybe he should leave, in a sense, because that, that organization is just so dysfunctional right now. Ben's – It's not even the organization as much as it is. I, well, it's the whole – it's the Le'Veon yeah. Bell situation. And I'm not saying Le'Veon Bell's at fault. Yeah. But it's the whole situation in and of itself yeah. that – is causing this whole mess with the Steelers right now. They're distracted. Everybody's upset about this. They're not yeah. playing hard. Um, but getting back to AB, it's I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else much. I don't know what else much you can say. Like he, he's just he does everything. He he returns punts. He returns kicks when he has to. If you ask him to do something, he'll do it. He'll play corner if you ask him to. He can do everything. Yeah, and that's why he's probably 
in like just general best players in the league, he's up in the top five. Yeah, top five. Yeah, players in the league. Yeah, yeah. he's top five players. Uh, period. Um, let alone the best receiver in the league. Yeah. And I think he's going to hold that title for the next few years, mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't have a significant drop off or a significant injury. Yeah. Um, he's my favorite player in the league. I love watching him. I love watching him run his routes. I love watching him just beat corners like it's nobody's business, make these ridiculous catches that most people are like, oh, my God, that was crazy. And he's he makes them on such a routine basis. You just yeah. kind of, oh, it's another A-B catch. And you're like, no, that was an amazing catch. He just makes it look regular. Yeah. Um, and that's why he's the elite of the elite, the best of the best. Nobody's touching him he's right now. He's going to be all pro for, like, into his mid-30s. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah he's... He's, yeah, he's a six-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, nine year nine in the league this year. He's probably going to make another All-Pro, another yeah. Pro Bowl. I mean, he's going to have the stats to back it up. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are going to get back on track. Um, and that's kind of like we saw, talked about Julio. That's kind of why A.B. is the number one is because the Steelers have been able to have success. more playoff success. Granted, they haven't got to the Super Bowl in a long time. but And we also have seen more of him in the playoffs too, as well as yeah, you compared to Julio. Julio, this has been like the last couple years he's made. He's been consistent in the playoffs, rather than AB. He's been they've been the playoffs consistently through his whole career, and we've got to see that from him. How electrifying he is! How much of a game changer he is in the playoffs! How much they need him in that game? Because when uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning's last ride when they faced Denver in that game, when he got uh, the dirty hit on Vontez, where he got knocked out. Oh yeah, and he was out for that game. You could show how much that affected that offense, even with yep. Le'Veon in there. They might have went to the Super Bowl yeah. that year, yeah. I mean, uh, I, actually, I think they would have because Peyton Manning's lame, yeah. lame arm, lame duck arm just <laughs> was, was not getting it done. It was a noodle, um, basically, at that point. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think A.B. is going to get a couple Super Bowls mm-hmm. before his career is over. Um, at least one. Yeah, just, he should, yeah. He's a guy I think also deserves one. I think I would love to see him win one. Um, I'm hoping he doesn't doesn't become Steve Smith, like a great smaller receiver, first ballot Hall of Famer, to where he doesn't he he, he just doesn't have a team to get him to get him there. And I hope he like either if uh, Pitt doesn't work out, he eventually finds that team for him that can get him to that uh, Super Bowl because he deserves it. Maybe him and AJ Green can team up with uh, Tom Brady when he's like or 47 Andy, or Andy Dalton. Maybe. And Tom Brady at 47. <laughs> I don't know. No, but yeah, I mean that's our top ten. We can run it down real quick. Um, 10 through 1, I've got T.Y., Devontae, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, Mike Thomas, A.J. Green, Odell Beckham Jr., DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and, of course, best receiver in the National Football League, Antonio Brown. Yeah. And uh, my top 10 is uh, Jarvis Landry at 10, Keenan Allen at 9, Larry Fitzgerald at 8, Tyreek Hill at 7, uh, Michael Thomas at six, OBJ at five, AJ Green at four, D Hop at three, uh, Julio Jones at two, and then like he said, best receiver in the league, Antonio Brown at one. Yeah. Hey, um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll think about what position or what type of thing we want to do next with the top ten. I really like doing this stuff. I just like yeah. kind of I like listing things and seeing like who I think is better or why this guy is better than that guy. I know Wyatt loves to do it. Um, I love looking at the stats and seeing what they've actually been able to do, and you're like, wow, like this guy is a remarkable player, um, even more so than you thought before, and you're like, wow, I kind of need to put him in the top ten, or like maybe maybe I shouldn't put him in the top ten. I didn't know he had that bad of a year. Uh, so, yeah, just thank you guys for listening, you know, tuning in, checking us out. 
We'll be back tomorrow with a recap of week two in the NFL season and some key news, uh, especially some news that dropped today. We'll get into more more in yeah. depth about it with Josh so- Josh Gordon going to the Patriots. And also uh, kicker changes, a lot of kicker changes. Kicker changes. Well, and uh, second best kicker in the league going to well, the and be- Carson one of the best teams in the league. And Carson Wentz coming back. Um, yeah. This week as well, so we'll get into some news tomorrow. We'll, uh, we'll give you a pre or a recap of week two, um, and then Wednesday, of course, we'll do our preview to the upcoming week three, um, and then Saturday, not Monday, but Saturday, we'll do our other top ten. We'll think of what we're gonna do, what position. Um, we'll probably let you know Wednesday or something what that's gonna be if you want to tune into it. And uh, thank you guys. Leave us some feedback. Follow us on social media to ask us questions. Leave us feedback there as well. Um, and I hope you guys have a great day. Yeah, go watch some uh, some football too as well. Yeah, Bears and Seahawks tonight, so yeah. hopefully it's a great game. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Have a good one, y'all.